0: This is AutoLine Daily for June 28, 2011, and now the news from around the world. Nissan released more details on its Power 88 business plan. As we reported yesterday, the goal is to deliver 8% global market share and an 8% operating profit by 2016. To get there, the company will introduce an average of one all-new vehicle every six weeks for the next six years but I'd like to see their definition of all new. Plus, Nissan claims it will introduce 90 new technologies over that same time period. Power 88 also calls for an expansion of Nissan's global dealership network to some 7,500 stores, and that's up from about 6,000 today. And you know, it may want to expand in Turkey, which is starting to emerge as an important market for vehicle assembly. Hyundai and Turkish automaker Carsan just signed an agreement to assemble small commercial vehicles in Turkey. And Renault sees car and van sales in the country hitting between 800,000 and 850,000 units this year. And that's compared to 760,000 last year. But while Nissan is expanding and Turkey is growing, GM Holden could be in deep trouble. According to Ward's, Holden chairman and managing director Mike Devereaux says GM may stop making cars in Australia because of political flip flopping and budget cuts to a fund that supports technological innovation. Also, Australia will implement a carbon tax, which will add cost to operating in the country. Between 2005 and 2009, Holden reported over $600 million in losses, but last year the company saw a before tax profit of million, thanks in part to government funding. And as long as we're looking at different automakers around the globe, have you ever heard of a car company called Perodua? Me neither. I don't even know if I'm saying its name right. It's a Malaysian automaker that sells the country's most popular car, the Myvi, a rebadged Daihatsu. And it's been at the top of the list since 2006, averaging more than 81,000 sales a year. Nearly one-third of all cars sold in Malaysia are Paraguas, and half of those are MyVs. To keep this momentum going, the company just introduced a redesigned version of it. It's powered by a 1.3-liter four-cylinder engine delivering 86 horsepower. Starting price is about $14,500. And now to China. You know, there's some truly innovative design and styling coming out of China. And then... There's the blatant rip-offs of patents and intellectual property. Fiat finally won its lawsuit against Chinese automaker Great Wall for copying the Fiat Panda. The company has been ordered to stop building and exporting those copies. But, you know, it's a hollow victory. The court case took so long that Great Wall says it actually stopped production last September. That case was heard in Italy, by the way, not in China. But now another Chinese company, the Beijing Automotive Industry Corporation, looks like it is doing the same thing. BAIC is coming out with the BC301Z, which is a blatant rip-off of a Mercedes B-Class. But don't worry, Mercedes knows all about this, because its partner in China is none other than BAIC. Electric cars keep making progress, including in motor racing. AC Propulsion, the California company that specializes in electric motors, raced an electric car up Pikes Peak, shattering the old record for electrics by nearly a minute, a record that it set a year ago. The car uses a 200 kilowatt induction motor. That's the equivalent of 268 horsepower. Not a lot of power for a race car, but since the race ends at more than 9,300 feet of altitude, that's about 2,800 meters, electric cars do well because they're not affected by the altitude like internal combustion engines are. And just for good measure, Nissan ran a stock leaf up the mountain in 14 minutes and 33 seconds. The track record is 9 minutes and 20 seconds. Coming up next, I'll look at one of the most luxurious and most expensive hybrids that you can buy. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. I recently got a chance to test drive the biggest and most expensive hybrid that BMW makes. Here's my take on what it's all about. When most people think about hybrid cars, they think of the Toyota Prius. But a lot of other automakers are getting in on the hybrid game, including BMW. This is the 750 Li Active Hybrid. And what a car! What a presence! A lot more presence than a Toyota Prius. But from one aspect in driving it, the Prius is actually better than this. Come on, let me transform us into the interior of the car so I can show you what I'm talking about. Shazam! <coughs> The Active Hybrid 7 is what they call a mild hybrid. It's got stop-start technology and some electric assist. Unlike a Toyota Prius, which is a strong hybrid, you can drive on pure electric power in some situations. But what I don't like about this car is, when you come to a stop, the engine turns off, which is nice. But then when you get going again, there's a vibration, a shutter in the car. And when you get into stop and go situations, all you're feeling every few minutes is a shutter going through the car. I think that's improper for a luxury car like this one. Did I mention the Active Hybrid 7 costs $110,000? And the fuel economy isn't all that great. They're talking 17 miles per gallon city, 24 miles per gallon on the highway. We're averaging in this car about 20 miles to the gallon. And maybe that explains why they're only selling about eight of them every month. You know, I think the diesel version of the 7 Series is a far more satisfying car to drive than the hybrid. And if BMW ever decides to sell the diesel in the U.S. market, I'll bet it handily outsells the hybrid. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.